Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Superview Show's Mixed Bag coming to you live once again from the JK, but in many other caves as well. I am joined tonight by my good man, Bill Murphy. What's going on, folks? And Bill brought a special guest on tonight. Bill, who do we have with us? Joining me today. Am I that special, though? Joining me today for this very special episode is as soon as we told her that we would, as soon as I told her we were doing this topic, she said, I got to come on. I got to come on. And you know what they say? Ask and ye shall receive. 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 Yes. Joining us today is my very good friend, Miss Allison Wiener. Hi. Allie, welcome. Thanks. It's good to have you on the Super Review Show's Mixed Bag. Hey. And remember, we the best podcast. We the best podcast. <laughs> Take that, DJ Khalid. We the best podcast. So we the best podcast. So we got a fun one for you today, folks, don't we? Yes. Bill, what is tonight's topic? Okay. You know what? In light of all the craziness that's been going on in the world, because, you know, the world is basically on fire right now. And that's an understatement. But we like to create a zone where you don't have to think about the world being on fire. So tonight, what we're going to do is we are going under the sea. No, no, Alan Mankin, do not get your lawyer ready, Alan. We're going under the sea and go into the great town of Bikini Bottom. Tonight, we are counting down our top. 10 SpongeBob episodes! Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. I'm ready! Oh. Are you ready, kids? I Captain! I can hear you! Captain! Oh, who lives in a pineapple under the sea? SpongeBob SquarePants! Who's yelling and Boris is he? SpongeBob SquarePants! It's an article nonsense. It's something you wish. SpongeBob SquarePants. SpongeBob SquarePants. SpongeBob SquarePants. SpongeBob SquarePants. SpongeBob SquarePants. SpongeBob SquarePants. Okay. Now we're going to be honest with you. Oh, boy. This was a really hard list to make. Yes. Yep. This was a, an extremely hard list, and we unfortunately we had to make some very tough decisions. And <laughs> but you know what? We just want to say all of this list is is it's it's just our personal opinions. If you think that episode should be higher, you think that episode should be lower, you think that episode should be, or you think that episode should just not be on the list. In the words of the Big Lebowski, it's your opinion, man. (laughs) So, are we ready? I'm ready when you are. Who wants to go first? You guys are. Oh, so I guess before we begin, do any of you guys have any honorable mentions? Um, Yes. You know what? To show that chivalry is not dead, ladies first. Oh boy, I feel very pressured to do this. So I do have a couple honorable mentions I want to say. First off, my first shout out is to Jellyfish Jam. I mean, who wouldn't want to have a jellyfish as a pet and just go partying all night with it just to learn that jellyfish are really terrible pets? (laughs) (laughs) 
my second one is actually a recent SpongeBob episode featuring one of our favorite minor characters. Who? Fred. My leg! Exactly! The My Leg guy! Yes, I figured, you know what? We have to honor him in some way, so. And we all know what his, re- his name is. Now we know his name. Yep. Fred. <laughs> all right, my next honorable mention is another jellyfishing episode. Well, the title says it right there. It's jellyfishing. <laughs> Where SpongeBob and Patrick finally teach Squidward how to firmly grasp it in firmly. his hand. <laughs> so some of this is gonna be a lot of jokes tonight, ladies and gents. <laughs> uh, and then the last two were very last second. Right before I came, I was like, you know what? These would be great honorable mentions. So the first one is is all about our friend Doodle Bob. Uh, Frank and Doodle. <laughs> wow. Yep. And one of these days I want a shirt with that. Just him saying, me, I'm in <laughs> And my last honorable mention is another jellyfishing episode where, where SpongeBob tries to catch every single jellyfish so he can make jellyfish Cabby jelly. With jellyfish jelly. Exactly. Because Mr. Krabs is too greedy. And he always kept saying, more. <laughs> Wow, that is quite the honorable mention list. So, whoa, big, big words. Bill, what are some of your honorable mentions before we go around into our our top 10? Okay, my honorable mentions are... Okay, this was a really tough one to make. One is, I thought this would be on my top 10 list, but after much thinking, Midlife Crustacean. Oh! Which was the episode with... um. (laughs) <laughs> the episode with um and which was the episode of um of Mr. Krabs going through his midlife crisis. Are you and feeling it now? I am Mr. so Krabs? sad that this episode got banned. Yeah, it did get hashtag banned. Hashtag bring it back. If you want to know more details, go to our um go check out our episode uh when we did our banned TV episodes. Yes, so we check that out. We go more into detail of why it was banned, but yeah. it is a a JT. I guess you're gonna miss the panty raid. You're we're gonna miss the what? <laughs> panty raid. You mean girls? Girls, girls. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, my next one is I'm gonna get so hated for not putting this on the list. Oh. The camping episode. What? Okay. I wow. I do I do think this is a fun episode. It's so and, funny. And remember going, let's sit around the campfire and sing our campfire song, our C A M P F I R E S O N G song. It'll help. It'll help if you just sing along. Bum, bum. Bum, like listen, bum, bum. for those of you who don't know, <laughs> I actually met Tom Kenny. And when I saw him on a panel, I actually got to see him sing this song live. Wow. It was like watching Michelangelo paint the Sistine Chapel. <laughs> oh, God. Um, 
So he goes, can you please sing the campfire song? Goes, C-A-M-P-F-R-E-S-O-N-G song. C-A-M-P-F-R-E-S-O-N-G. And I'm like, <laughs> and we're like, all oh. You're starstruck. Yeah. Um, okay. So my other one, Whale of a Birthday. Ooh, all right. All right. Okay, for those of you who haven't seen the episode, it's um, Miss Pearl's birthday is coming up. Her 16th Her birthday. 16th birthday. And you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I do not. I'm not a really big fan of, of Pearl. She's just not my favorite character. Um, but um, she's really. But she's. Re- but she wants all these things. But Mr. Krabs being a cheap crustacean. Well, I'll give it to her. So she has. So he has SpongeBob follow her around with his credit card. I remember this episode. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and and remember the boy bad, boys who cry. And boys who cry. And it's a and also remember, you got boys who cry, right, Daddy? Going, I got someone even better. <laughs> Squidward. <laughs> ah, Squidward. Um Oh, we're gonna be pointing on picking up poor Squidward a lot tonight, aren't we? Um, no. Squidward. Okay, and my last one. I was gonna put this on my top ten, but then I thought of an episode that I liked better, and that one is Imitation Crabs. Ooh. It's <sighs> Mr. Okay, Plankton disguises himself as Mr. Krabs as a robot. Hey, uh, Bill. Ravioli, ravioli, give me the formulaoli. You know what my favorite quote of that episode is? What? It is I, Mr. Krabs, standing right in front of you. No one else here. <laughs> and uh, I see that, Mr. Krabs. And then, wait, if that was Plankton, then who is? No, yeah, back, 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 you hungry hand, back. And before that, nobody move. Nobody enter. Tartar sauce. Tartar sauce. <laughs> back, you hungry hand. Back. <laughs> okay, so that's my honorable mentions. All right. JT? Oh, it's like no pressure, right? <laughs> no oh, pressure. Wait, can we get to the I actual mean, there's an episode called Pressure. So know, this is, this there is has to be pressure. Wait till this. Till we get to the actual list. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god all right here's what i'm gonna say first i only have really like two honorable mentions because i i do love the show the first three seasons are classic timeless episodes of, of television i'm gonna say personally i took notes right here it's next to me i'm gonna say that my two honorable mentions are believe it or not the strangler episode oh that's a good one yes but it, it's one of my two honorable mentions the Strangler episode with like he's like uh, he's gonna like beat up SpongeBob and whatnot. That's classic. And I gotta <laughs> tell you, the other one that is my other honorable mention that like every time I watch it I laugh hysterically. No weenies allowed. Oh really? Yes. Weenie Hut Juniors. Weenie Hut General. I thought it was Double Weenie Wednesday. Classic episodes, but they are not in my top ten. Yeah, like this, wow. like making this list was tough because there's so many great episodes. I know. 
and it's 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 just such a great okay and it doesn't mean we like these episodes any less no they're all the first three seasons again this was a really hard like jt and i were actually telling ali this may have been harder than we when we did our top 10 favorite music artist episode oh yeah so this one was tough and because there's so many episodes and you know what i'm sitting here stalling so we're just gonna shall we okay so how who wants to go first Allie, number 10. Go around. All right, Allie. <laughs> so for my first, for number 10 on my list, we're going back to season one Ooh. with a very fun song we can all sing. F is for friends who do stuff together. U is for you and me. And it's for anywhere. You all know it. It, it. it is ingrained in your memory forever. Yes, it is. Yes. And it was the first time that SpongeBob and Plankton hung out <laughs> and became sort of frenemies in some yes. sort of way. It, it's kind of a weird relationship. Oh, yeah. So fun is your number 10. Interesting pick. Interesting pick. Uh, any other comments for it? Or we're, we're going over to Bill. Uh, uh, you got any more comments for it, Ali? Or- well, I mean... There's not really much I can say. I mean, I don't want to keep going with the fun song. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to copyright anything. <laughs> All, right. All right. You ready for my number 10? Let's All go. Right. Bill's number 10. Here we go. I'm with stupid. Ooh. Oh, that's a good yeah. one. Okay. For those of you who haven't seen the episode. I'm with the dummy. SpongeBob. Okay. Patrick has a problem that his, his parents are coming over. Um, his parents are coming over and he's scared because they think he's dumber than a sack of hammers. So Spongebob pretend, comes over and pretend he's dumb so he can make Patrick look good. But okay, this is not when Patrick was like he is now. Yeah. Yeah. But this was kind of the start of it. He kind of takes advantage of it once you think about it. Oh, yeah. Sort of. And and one of my favorite lines from that, it's in the beginning of the episode, going, look, going, it's a note! (laughs) And there's a letter! (laughs) Dear Patrick, Spider- that mama and I are coming over tomorrow for Starfish Day. Please, please don't hurt yourself like last time. Speaking of, you know, it's so weird because now they've changed the whole thing about Sponge about Patrick's parents. It's not like what we see nowadays. It's not like what it was in the beginning. Especially with that new spinoff they did. Uh, we, we're not discussing that. We, we, we're in a world where it doesn't exist. Of course. It doesn't isn't, it, isn't it a great world, JT, where it doesn't exist? It's so <laughs> great, Bill, that it does not exist. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I just want to say we're talking about original SpongeBob here. We're not talking about Camp Coral. We're not talking about the Patrick Star no. Show because we are living in a world where those don't exist. Of course. And you know what? And I just want to say, side rant: Nickelodeon should be a freaking shame of themselves because Steven Hillenburg, when he was alive, said, "I do not want any." Spinoffs. 
Yep. And the moment yeah. he closed his eyes and go, went to the great beyond, they're like, oh, Stephen Hillenburg died. Oh, what a shame. Okay, let's get to work on those spinoffs. But Damn. yeah, we are not including any spinoffs on this list. Um, None. Okay, but anyway, um, I and my but my favorite line in this episode. Some people are just blissfully unaware of how dumb they really are. <laughs> so yeah, my number ten is I'm with stupid. Shall I? Shall you? Shall shall you? My number ten. The if I could spell it right, the fry cook game. Oh, oh good one. Yeah. Forgot all about How this. could you not get any better than yellow, pink? You, you do care. Oh my god, this! Oh, you'll episode. win this one because I tell you guys to, right? Because you told me to. Because you told me to. It's so funny. To this day, <laughs> that's hysterical. And you, you know what my favorite part? The colossal. The, if anyone is scared, get out of the stage. I gotta get out of here. Too late. Remember that. This huge guy carrying the real contender, Patrick Starr. You know, I want to give a shout out for this to Sam Spence, who is one of the best like musicians. And especially if you hear his music in SpongeBob episodes, <laughs> you'll understand why. I mean, he did like all those old school football things. Giving a shout out to your other podcasts, Phil. Yep. Sports Insanity Podcast. Like, that's the one reason why I love the original episodes is not just because of the characters. It's because of the background music they use. Yep. So well, that is my number 10, the fry cook games. Yellow, pink, you, you do care. care. <laughs> All right. All right. So we're now going down to nine. And for me, it's Apache's pick right here. My number nine is Shanghai. Ooh, good one. Mm-hmm. Or okay. somehow SpongeBob, Patrick, Squidward, they end up climbing up to the Flying Dutchman ship and become some like the Flying Dutchman's, you know, assistants in mm-hmm. sort of a way. And little, little, little. <laughs> exactly. Oh. <laughs> I can't I can't do the SpongeBob thing. Sorry. Bye, bye. Anyway. I wish I could. <laughs> Sorry, but one of the things I realized is I saw like a video of this on Comic Con, and when I saw it live, I was like, this has uh, to "And you be showed it comment. to me too. You showed it to me." Yes, like giving a shout out to Roger Bumpus, who is Squidward. Oh my gosh, him screaming for this whole thing. Little, little, little. I give him credit for so this. Funny. And like, if any of you guys don't know, the original Shanghai, there were three alternate endings. Oh, really? And back then, Nickelodeon had fans pick the ending, and the ending you see now is the ending that they picked. Really? Yeah, so I'll give you guys a little bit of a brief. The Squidward ending is if he got the wish, he would have wished SpongeBob that he would never have met SpongeBob and Patrick. And you know what happens? Yeah, when you SpongeBob and Patrick, they get eaten. Ah. Uh. Patrick's. Oh, my. Well, how to explain it they still get eaten but patrick ended up wishing for gum (laughs) and i'm glad spongebob tried to get away i wish the dutchman was a vegetarian why did they turn us into fruit my wishes fruit prevents scurvy (laughs) 
anywhere to say about it, folks? I'm good. If you guys good, are good. Bill. Okay, my number nine. My number nine is fun. Oh, yours was fun. All right. So we somewhat. Nice. Guess what, Elliot? I did. We somewhat. Oh my god, you somewhat swiped right. We somewhat <laughs> swiped right. <laughs> so oh, if let you, me if explain you, the joke to Ali. Yes, it's, go uh, ahead. JT and I have this joke that when we think of something at the same time, we go, we swipe right. <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. <laughs> okay. Um, and just for the record, Allie and I were just friends. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, okay. Like you guys said, it's just such a nice, it's just such a nice wholesome episode. Um, and I, I know a lot of people are thinking, because I put it at number nine, you put it at number 10. People are probably thinking, why isn't this in the top five? And I'm like, I mean, again, it's just opinions. Like we both said it's in the it's top a, 10. It's a fun episode. No, no, pun intended. <laughs> and the song, like I said, when Allie picked it, it will be ingrained in your memory forever. Facts. It yes. will be ingrained in your memory more than Facts any song fun. you learned when you were a kid, more than the Itchy Bitsy Spider, more than Twinkle Twinkle. This will be ingrained in your memory forever. Yep. And you know what also I like is we're going to make this kid honorary rookie of the day for he's a jolly good rookie. For he's a jolly good rookie. He's a jolly good rookie. I just, if he had one friend, he wouldn't be such a meanie. Nah. You're okay, forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, um, He's the same in you. Reach into his pocket and take what, and get what he wants. Does this count? Sorry, guys. I got a mascot here. <laughs> you too, boy. I don't have a Krabby Patty. And I win. He won. No, he didn't. This concrete. <laughs> Let's go back and have a fresh one. Oh, Mr. Krabs. You know, I think, was it? No, it wasn't the first episode. It's a little fun fact. It was a second episode Bubble Buddy was in and he did not appear in any other episodes until like in until the late 2000s. Bubble Buddy? Not Bubble Buddy, Bubble Bass. I lied. Oh, we'll get to him later. Yeah. Oh, I'll get to him later. Whoa. Oh, spoilers. So, JT, what do you got, my friend? My number nine? Yep. Club SpongeBob. <laughs> I love this episode to death. Patrick and SpongeBob's chemistry about just making fun of Squidward while they're up in the tree, and then Squidward comes up with the magic conch shell. We can't forget that. <laughs> what? Oh, magic conch shell. What should we do? Nothing. Nothing. Are you blind? We're going to sit here and do nothing. What do you think? Food's going to fall from the sky? <laughs> yeah, we're falling out of the sky. All oh, <laughs> hail the magic conch! <laughs> it's so funny. I still laugh at this day. And then when the when the the adventure guy comes out of nowhere, he's like, "You guys follow the conch shell too?" And Squidward's like, "All ah. <laughs> hail the all so hail the magic conch!" Oh, hell, the magic gods. It's such a... Nah, I, I really do like that episode. It's so... It's so funny. I wonder if the conch shell was an allusion to the book Lord of the Flies. 
I love. I never knew that until I keep forgetting because I Maybe. love Lord of the Flies. One of my favorite books I read in high school. Oh, one of mine too. Um, because Squidward. Yeah, I wonder if that was. I wonder if the con. <laughs> oh, remember the scene? Hey, Squidward, are you? Maybe we should ask the shell if he's okay. And there's a there's something else I love. There was like one of the like when Squidward asked, "Could I have something to eat?" No. Could I have something to eat? No. Can't you say anything else? But no. Try asking no. again. Yeah. Could I have something to eat? No. <laughs> no. Well, that is my number nine. So who are up to Allie? You're We're on to eight. Oh, okay. Eight so I'm going to give you guys a fun fact. For a while, like almost every birthday I had when I was young, this episode would always appear. Right and on your birthday. <laughs> and this episode is when Mrs. Puff decides to give SpongeBob extra credit oh. and give SpongeBob his driver's license just to get rid of him, only to realize she is causing havoc. If you guys don't get it at this point, it's no free rides. <laughs> oh, Honestly, this episode will episode. always make me laugh no matter what. And for anyone who ever has been in a school setting and final exams or essays, when you get to see SpongeBob trying to write his essay in the last second, what I learned in boating school is blankety, blankety, blank. But when he does like, I can do this, I can do this, why is it getting so hot here? My heart is cramping, Mrs. Bob. Make it stop. That's how you feel whenever you are taking a college exam or writing an essay. Facts. But besides or- that, the whole episode's amazing, especially when Mrs. Puff becomes a boat thief and kidnaps SpongeBob's brand new boat mobile his parents gave him, which she- says, guess what? I am Red D. She- remember, cheese graters! Nah, you think you could get a little more educational television? <laughs> but I got a good debate. Is SpongeBob educational? Huh, that's a good question. And, and I'll explain it later why it is huh. in one of my top episodes. All righty. Okay. Number, Bill, number eight, eight is Chimps Ahoy. Ooh, really? I really love this episode for the for those of you who don't for those of you who have not seen this episode. It's probably my favorite more modern SpongeBob episode. Um okay. So Sandy's trying to get an invention to get her to get her bosses, the chimps, to well to, to get funding to stay here, but she's ha- but she can't find so she she can't think of anything. So SpongeBob and Patrick try to invent something. At first they can't find anything. What about this? It's a light bulb. Oh, it's already been invented. <laughs> and then and then and then another part of the and and then and then when they finally invent some, and we meet the chimps, go, they're here. Who? Sandy's bosses, the ones who we work for all day. I have no idea what you're talking about. And then, <laughs> hello, wait, this is Santa. Go, go. 
And then, okay, I think Patrick has the funniest lines in this episode when he goes, you guys talk funny. Say more words. <laughs> you guys talk funny. Say more words. Um, we, he, I'm a doctor. I'm Professor Patrick. What? Dr. Professor Patrick. Oh, Mr. That's Mr. Dr. Professor Patrick. I'm sorry. You be, know how it is. Patrick Star PhD. <laughs> exactly. Um, don't you want to show them your invention, Mr. Dr. Professor Patrick? Hey, you're the unpaid intern. You do all the work. And then, and then remember, we present to you a gum chewer nose picking ukulele tutor. And then, and then, how about you? Somebody's been lacking their personal hygiene. And then they throw it. They go, ah, the horrible screaming means. It's good. Means it's working. Oh, gosh. Oh, Reginald, are you all right? Oh, it's, and, and he's like, oh, do this and that. And the ukulele tuner just, but the whole thing just like kills him. Not kills him. But, but didn't they let Sandy stay because of a nutcracker? Yeah, that ended up being a banana peeler. <laughs> it's such a funny episode. And I think it's kind of underrated. Um, And, <laughs> okay, I love that. You guys talk funny. Say more words! Um, <laughs> and, again, Patrick probably has the best lines in this episode. And, you know, I just, really quick, we're sitting around quoting stuff. True story. When JT, myself, and our good friend Justin, when we were out the other night, we were going to the movies, the whole way there and the whole way back, we just sat there and quoted Spongebob episodes. JT testified to that. It was a glorious time. Oh, we had a blast. Oh, it was a blast. We're, like, we're just like sitting there just randomly quoting Spongebob. Here Patrick, we are, 20-something-year-old men quoting Spongebob. <laughs> it was terrible. It was actually fantastic. So, oh, anyways. Anyways. it was hilarious. Um, okay, JT, over to you, buddy. Number eight. Yeah. I full disclosure. I, I've been binge watching SpongeBob on Paramount Plus, so I was ready for this when I when I when I'm ready for today. I just finished watching. So, so at the end of towards the end of season three. Oh. But snowball effect. Oh, oh. yes. This <laughs> episode. It. Is I would say it's timeless. There's no and like this one scene of SpongeBob <laughs> just firing snowballs at Patrick. Oh, you missed me! Like it's it's so so funny. I crack up every single time I see this episode. And, and Squidward's like Squidward later like joins in on the fight. But this is a classic SpongeBob. Oh, episode. Yes, yes. Actually, I think I showed Bill this a couple of times, like maybe a couple of years ago. There's this YouTuber who makes NFL each week content portrayed yes. by SpongeBob. And anytime there's a good quarterback pass, they always play the snowball throwing. That's funny. <laughs> but yeah, the snowball snowball effect just, I, I, it's funny. It's still funny. It's this day, still like, timeless. It's like, no. I was watching Patrick, SpongeBob and Patrick have a snowball fight and sure Patrick, oh, you miss me. Like, it's so funny. Or when when they or the fireplace gag when Squidward's fireplace. <laughs> game. Or no, the <laughs> ending, the ending where Squidward pretty much loses his sanity after throwing a snowball. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's hysterical. I love it. Uh, you be 
You be, I'll be SpongeBob. Who am I? You're you. Oh, can I be Mr. Krabs? Why? Because he's a really good leader. Now, that was, you said you were SpongeBob, SpongeBob. <laughs> All, All right. right. He's right, Mr. Squidward. Now get back to work. <laughs> All right. Are we ready for seven? We are Let's ready go for seven. seven. JT, if I was there, I would probably start like grabbing you up like a Bart, like Homer Simpson did to Bart Simpson to number seven, because I put no weenies allowed for number oh, seven. Wow. Yes. <laughs> wow. Big words. <laughs> Literally. I mean, come on. You can't get the fact that all SpongeBob wanted to do was enter the salty spittoon. <laughs> Welcome to the salty, salty spittoon. How, how tough are you? I'm so tough. I ate nails for breakfast with yeah. yeah, so so without, without any milk. milk. Oh, right this way. Come right in. Welcome to the salty spittoon. How tough are you? How tough am I? <laughs> oh my goodness! Wow. <laughs> Oh, and one of my favorite parts is always Patrick beating himself up for no reason. What was that? Patrick beating himself up for no reason just to get his friend into the salty spittoon. That really shows you what a good friend he is. Yeah, except SpongeBob was an idiot in some ways in the end. I quit and I'm covered in boo-boos. Boo-boos, eh? Uh, I think you need to go to that hospital. Oh, yeah, Junior! <laughs> General. Gen- Weenie Hut General? No, SpongeBob goes to Weenie Hut Juniors, which is kind of, I guess, definition nerdy, but what's wrong with going to Weenie Hut Junior? Or remember with the robot going, why don't you, why don't you help us with any of our problems? <laughs> I am a robot, not a miracle worker. Classic. Thanks. Now you ready for my number seven? bring it we're gonna see actually you know what um oh oh boy okay i'm sorry i'm having a little bit of a crisis here is it an existential crisis huh no it's not that episode it's just that i had this one episode that i had at number seven but now i'm thinking about something totally different tiebreaker okay you let me tell you what the two i have are Shanghai. Okay. Okay. And because I originally put this on my episode on my list, and then I deleted it, and then I forgot about it. I'm like, oh shoot, that one. And the other one is the nasty patty. Oh, Ooh, good one. Yes. You know what? I like Shanghai. You know, quick one, quick Shanghai clip, and then I'll go on to my actual pick. Oh, that was a close one. <clears throat> <laughs> Got all about that. Welcome, Welcome back. back. Ah, that was a closer <laughs> one. Welcome back. Ah, hey, how come every time they do that, all they get is the welcome wagon? If you ask me, are you guys going to do that again? Probably. How about no, 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 no? They won't do it again. Anyone else want to enter the flight of despair? <laughs> Okay, now my actual is the Nasty Patty. Now, for those of you who have not seen this episode, 
the health inspector is coming. <laughs> the health inspector's coming. And the, and Mr. Krabs, of course, wants to pass inspection. And they give him all these things. Goes, all I need is one regular Krabby Patty, and I'll do good. And then he, Mr. Krabs, he just wants one Krabby Patty, and and he'll and he'll and we'll pass the inspection. Do, 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 do. We interrupt Rich this Rich Cutler's podcast with this important news. What's the important news? Isn't it because I think be on the lookout for phony health inspector trying He's to get free, look for food. free food. Free food. And then, and then like, oh, he wants a crab patty. Oh, we'll give one to him. And he's about to put like this hot, this really hot sauce on him. And then, and then, and then we'll, um, and then he's, um, and then they like see horseradish drop into the toilet. Oh, I'll fish out my old sock. And then when he eats it, a fly f- flies into his throat. And then they're like, they, the phony health inspector has been caught. If a real health, if a health inspector has come to your restaurant, then he's real. And they think they killed him and they're about to go bury the body. And you know what's really interesting? Doug Walker talked, aka the nostalgia critic. He talked about this in his um Dark Toons review for this one. Mr. Krabs looks way too calm in this episode. Really? Yeah, he goes, Doug Walker says, yeah, you can tell Mr. Krabs has definitely buried a body before. Oh, wow. Like, he's acting way too calm. And and then, um, you know what I really love when the two cops pick them up and they're like, Maybe he walked out of here and became a zombie. And then, and then they like, try to kill the zombie. Die, like, zombie! Good work. And then, and then at the end of the episode, at the end of the episode, <laughs> you see, they're all idiots. Oh yeah. Yeah, but I love. It's such a dark episode once you think about it, and. Like you said, throughout when they're trying to bury the body, Mr. Krabs, again, he looks way too calm. Wow. You can tell he probably has done this before. <laughs> like, no, be honest. If we were in a situation and I was acting way too calm and we were trying to dispose of a body, wouldn't you be a little suspicious? Like, okay, Bill's done this before. Yeah. JT, wouldn't you be a little suspicious if I was acting way too calm in this situation? Yes. <laughs> Be like, okay, Bill, how many bodies have you buried? How many have you buried, Bill? How many? Uh, Under the advice of counsel, I'm not going to answer that question. So you're using your Miranda rights. I am am pleading the fifth. Okay. I plead the fifth. Um, Yeah, so that's my number seven. Okay, JT, you're number seven. You ready? I don't know if you can handle this. Bring it. I'm looking at my notes really quick, too. All right. Wet painters. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. yes. I totally not forgot that one. There's so many, Bill. Patrick, I don't think this bubble could get any bigger. Nonsense. Hey, hey. Really quick. <laughs> Patrick, what's worse than a giant paint bubble? Oh, I know. I know. It's two giant paint bubbles. Two giant paint bubbles. <laughs> Patrick, I don't think this could get even worse. Wait. Wait. <laughs> Wait, guys, 
I just realized something. Go. We're not cavemen. We have technology. Oh, and I'm not bashing this computer for this reason, because I will lose you guys. We have technology. <laughs> Did you get paint on my dollar? And did you try to draw with it on it with crayon? Oh, no, I don't uh, even buy it. All right, boys, you know what I gotta do. Good awkward butts. Can I use my one last time? <laughs> yeah. Ew. That's like that's when you realize a good valuable lesson here. And what's that valuable lesson? Never buy paint in which saliva is the thing that gets it off. I gotta learn to say it, not spray it. And then has one of the greatest SpongeBob lines ever. Okay. One hour later. Yes. Two hours later. Later. <laughs> Three hours later. Okay, can we move it along? We're running out of time cards here. <laughs> Yeah, good, good pick, JJ. What do you like about this episode? Right, so we're down to six, aren't we? Six. I think we need to have a little bit of, say with me, imagination. My number six is Idiot Box. Because it teaches you how to be very imaginative, only using a box. There's no tape recorder, Squidward. You got the tape recorded box. Just, one of my favorite parts, though, is when Squidward just watches the giant TV that comes in the box. SpongeBob and Patrick just throw out. And all it is is just channels about boxes. And one of them yeah. is like, I couldn't get, I can't get you what you wanted, but I got you this box. That's what I got you. <laughs> Isn't there anything on that isn't about boxes? Welcome to Championship Boxing! Oh, great. This isn't too bad. And it's just two boxes clashing. Oh, my God. It's just too classic. Also, Robot Pirate Island. Come on. Take me to Robot Pirate Island. Beep, beep, beep. (laughs) Beep, beep, beep. Remember... Remember... Oh, let's go see Squidward. Hopefully he's not too down in the dumps today. <laughs> yeah. I think there's just so many quotable things that can happen. And a lot of great references. I think the mountain climbing part in the beginning. Then when just Squidward kicks the box. All of a sudden we feel like that they are in an avalanche. And. Uh, yeah, that is a fun episode. It's so great. <laughs> Squidward's right. a jerk. <laughs> All right. All right. You ready for mine? Bring it I, on. I have one. Okay. People are going to kill me for not putting this in the top five. But what are they selling? Oh. They're selling chocolates. Chocolate with nuts. Yeah. What? What are they selling? <laughs> They're selling chocolate. You know, I feel so what? bad because I didn't even put this in my top 10 and I, I feel oh. guilty about it. It's How just could such, it's just yeah. such a great episode. SpongeBob it also teaches you how to fundraise for something. They teach you this how to fundraise. This is a good episode about school fundraisers. And you know what yes. else this is? It's also advertising. This is yeah. how to advertise. This is where my debate is: SpongeBob SquarePants educational. Oh, uh, once we get to my number one, 
once we get to my number one, you'll see why I think it's educational. I'm not saying much more until we get there, but but you know what? But it's just so quotable. My brother and I, we used to do this like constantly. We used to go, what are they selling? They're selling chocolate. I what? remember doing <laughs> and also I, remember- I remember doing this anytime we had those Gertrude Hawks sale fundraisers in high school. Our and of course this guy just go with they're selling chocolates. What what are they selling? Chocolates. Oh remember chocolate. I remember <laughs> when they first invented chocolate. Sweet, sweet chocolate. I always hated it. Oh, I don't this, know what is JJ. This chocolate's not for like eating. Beverly Big Head from Rocco's Modern Life when you do it. Thank you. I try. Well, also, um, well, because I think maybe, I think maybe that could have been someone because Stephen Hillenburg. Actually, the old lady? That's how I'm getting it. Stephen Hillenburg also, no, Stephen Hillenburg also did Rocco's Modern Life. Oh, I didn't, I keep forgetting about that one. This is Ben. Ran the back with Bill. Ran the back with Bill. Ow! And... <laughs> Hold, hold on, I want to check something really quick, if you don't mind. Um, fact it. check with Bill. Here we go. I got to f- fact check something. Um, I'm looking at something for Rocco's Modern Life. Um, but fun fact as well, Tom Kenny was also in Rocco's Modern Life. Yes, he was. He was Heifer. <sighs> Can we go to Toki Chickens now? Okay, so bad, big head. Um, She was voiced by... Okay, no, it wasn't the same actor. No, that's Charlie Adler who voices Beverly Bighead. Yeah, Charlie Adler was was that big head. Okay, JT probably doesn't know what the hell we're talking about. So do you, JT? I sort of do. Yeah, like no, I remember one time. I I don't know if you remember this. We were thinking about doing a a top ten top ten adult jokes we didn't get as kids, and I (laughs) we wanted to do that that and I was telling and he couldn't get it he goes oh rock was modern life and you know and JT's like what and <laughs> okay for those who don't know JT and I are four years apart so we so and then I sent him and he goes oh I've never seen it but JT one day I'm coming over I'm tying you down and I'm making you watch all of rock was modern life Ooh, can I Great, join? that's like two things you're gonna tie me down over oh you know what <laughs> the other one is I didn't realize it you know what? How about we do that room? If, if you do Rocco's Modern Life, we'll forget about the room thing. The Fair room? The, the room. The room. The movie. The, the hash slinging. Nope. Wrong thing. Wrong thing. But um, no. Allie, right. how would you describe Rocco's Modern Life before we move on here? Oh, boy. I, I think words can't describe it. But um, I anyway. mean, I've seen some episodes I haven't really watched it when I was growing up because it was after my time. Yeah, and it was during my time. Some episodes, and oh my gosh, they can make you laugh. Like you can understand the references now. And also, Doug Lawrence, aka Mr. Lawrence, who did Plank and also did um, Mr. Big Head, I think, right? Did he? Did you Mr. Big Head or did he do Filbert? You know, I don't. I think it's more. I think Filbert. Oh yeah, he did Filbert. I think he did Filbert. He did Filbert. Um. Yeah, but um. Yeah, but anyway, um. But or this guy, chocolate. Yes, with or without nuts. Ch- chocolate? chocolate. Yes. Shout uh, out to Mr. Lawrence, one of the greatest, another good SpongeBob actor. He plays variety of roles: Plankton, Larry the Lobster, the Chocolate Guy, Fred, My Leg. 
And then finally, I've been trying to catch you all day. And now that I'm here, I want to buy all your chocolates. Thank you for your patronage. And then, hello, sir. Table for one. Sorry, the whole restaurant's been went been rented out. Um, it's my one night to be fancy. Oh, these 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 two young men and their dates. So, how long have you guys known each other? What? What is that? That is a good one, Bill. So, chocolate with nuts. I had to put this on here. All right, JT, what's your number six? You ready? Yep. Bring it. Chris, see where you guys are going to land with this. Sailor mouth. Oh, my gosh. Crabs is a dolphin <laughs> noise. Yeah, you better believe it. This dumpster mouth or whatever. This episode is an iconic childhood memory for so many people. <laughs> To this day, I don't know what they said. Well, there's 14 words. You have to think of what they could have said. Uh, it could be any of those 14 words. And then sure you enough. You don't know what number 11 is. Yes. Uh, use the number 11. That's too funny. Oh, I think one of my favorite parts of that was eels and escalators. Oh, yeah. Escalators, escalators. Eels. <laughs> 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 and the animations during that scene, too, was great. Like, Escalators, 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 yields. And then and just throws it down. Yields. Ah! I think what happens whenever anyone's a gamer in this, it's like, especially it's sometimes. So <laughs> My favorite part was on the dumpster guy. He's like, do you kiss your mother with that mouth? <laughs> so funny. But you know what? Oh, it's kind you- of um two things. Like with um edge with it's kind of like it's kind of like with that educational thing, and it's like when yeah. you know when kids say bad words and they don't know what they mean mm-hmm. here we go with the and, debate again on if spongebob is educational and because you know what you think about it this way though guys hear me out it's like yeah. when remember when we were younger and and um and when we heard a bad word, either from TV or something, maybe one of our family members or friends said, and we tell our parents and our parents will go, don't say that again or you're grounded. Right. And instead of, well, what does that word mean? You don't need to know. Just don't say it. Hmm. It's kind of like that once you think about it. Yeah. It's, like, do you think maybe kids should know what those words mean? Or maybe at a certain I think rate? it depends on how appropriate it is. Like, I would be mindful of telling them i mean when they get older yes like when they're like teenagers yeah like when they're middle school learning about life yes like with some of the potty mouth words like with little kids you should explain it why they're potty mouth like with with some people like you have like the potty mouth words the pg-13 words and then r-rated yeah JT, since you worked with kids, would you agree or just what would you, you see what we're getting on here? Or uh, I do, I, but I think it depends on grade level. Truth, as far as grade levels in school, like I feel like my elementary school students are a little young for it. Like middle school students, uh, middle school students, and high school students can understand it better personally. But that makes sense, though. I see where you're coming from. Yeah, and yeah. you know what? In, interesting here. When I went to go see Spun, when I went to go see Tom Kenny on the panel, he actually. They actually asked about the whole Sailor Mouth episode. 
And he goes, it's so funny. It was when, because they were trying to get us to bleep out, to, to just not say it and just put the noises. And the guy who plays Mr. Krabs was just like, just let us say the damn words. And we'll bleep them <laughs> out. I said, yeah, let's just say the words. And somebody goes, what did you say? And he goes, I'm not going to tell you. That's in one of the deep, dark secrets of Nickelodeon. Ah. And everyone's like, yo, I'll give you 20 bucks if you tell us. And we're all like, pull out a wall. Here's money if you tell us what the words were. And then, and I'm like, the poor guy. And because he probably already had to. No, you know, like if Tom Kenny makes appearances. Yeah. Yeah. And he's going to do the SpongeBob voice. He actually has to get Viacom's permission. Wow. Yeah, I heard somewhere. Shout out to Mr. Enter. Uh, Mysterious Mr. Enter, go check out his YouTube channel. He actually has to get Viacom's permission to do the SpongeBob wow. voice. Wow. So, yeah, but, um, but yeah, um, Sailor Man. But yeah, he is, but yeah, everyone's like, oh, here's our money. We'll give you our life savings if you tell us what those words were. Give you one billion dollars if you tell me what the word is. I wonder what it was. I really wonder what it was. Again, it's one of 14 options. That's all I can say. That is my number six. JT, talk to me. That was my number six. What was his number six? No, we're going to five. Guys, we're halfway. We are halfway. And speaking of educational, my next one is one of the reasons why I said SpongeBob was educational. Right, and it's the on. episode where Squidward and SpongeBob go wait. on strike. Wait, no, wait, isn't JT? JT's next, is, right? Did you? Yeah, yeah, JT's JT's you skip JT. You're number six. Oh, wait, yeah? This, this was my number six, Sailor Man. Yeah, so oh, yeah, one, shoot. No, I it's thought me. it was mine. All right, Allie, I'm sorry. It's me. Uh, yeah. Allie, go ahead. Okay, it's Allie, me. you're number five. I'm sorry. My number five is a proof of why SpongeBob is educational. And it's the episode where Squidward and SpongeBob go on strike. What was it called? Squid on strike. Oh, okay. Yup. Mr. Krabs is unfair. Krusty Krabs is unfair. Mr. Krabs is in there. Standing at the concessions. Plotting his oppression. Mainly this episode I said was educational because it taught people how to go on a strike and understand the scabs, the teenagers. Mr. Krabs hired, which he hated, and talking about compromises, and then invading the boundaries of what happens when you extremely go on strikes nowadays, as you will dismantle the establishment, board by board, saw the establishment in half, and not, I forgot the rest, but you know what I mean. All this is making me hungry. Hey, let's go get a Krabby Patty. <laughs> but yeah. And pretty much one of my other favorite parts of this, me and Squidward are going to go on strike, even if it takes forever! 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 (laughs) On strike with SpongeBob? Forever? Hey, Squidward, old man Crab is going to make any day now. Yes, Squidward. Yes, Squidward. Yes, Squidward. And the ending where he forces Squidward and SpongeBob to work for ever. When Just to learn, people, later. don't go extreme on strikes. 
there's things as peaceful protests. Well, a strike is a peaceful protest once you think about it. Well, think of all the violent ones that have happened. Well, we're not well, mentioning it here because this is a safe place and we're talking about SpongeBob. Yeah, and um, but you know what? It does. I I kind of see it teaches about responding to unfair labor practices. Mm-hmm. It teaches about you know what going on strike means. The teenagers, like you said, are examples of scabs. Which, for those who don't don't know, scabs are workers that are brought in to replace strikers. Mm. And exactly. and also when Mr. Krabs comes back comes to ask Squidward and SpongeBob to come back, that's sort of like negotiating. Yep. There's no there's no arbitrary in this, guys. It's just, you know, like Ali said, it's negotiating and making compromises. And you know what? It's yeah, you know what? I you're making a really compelling argument for this, Ali. Yeah. You're making a really compelling argument for this. Well, well I've to come back on and do a one-shot video about why SpongeBob is educational. Hmm. We should do that. Coming sure. soon. <laughs> okay. Okay, is it time for my number five? See. Yes, Bill, go ahead. Okay, my number five. I think this is a very underrated episode. Squidward the Unfriendly Ghost. Oh, wait, you're bald? No, I'm alive. Okay, so anyway, they're playing outside. Squidward takes the thing away and they... And they start playing a shell with a shell. And the shell hits a sculptor of Squidward and they think they've killed him. And Squidward comes out of the bathroom and says that I am Squidward's ghost. And they become... His slaves. His slaves. And I'm feeling parched. Slaves, get me some nourishment. A grape fresh from the vine, your majesty. A banana peels. I forgot the rest of that. A watermelon. One watermelon. Fresh from the manure, your spookiness. <laughs> and then, and they go, instead of being put to rest, he's out of shopping to but neither the flying Dutchman. Hey, you know what we should do? Let's go shopping. <laughs> no, we should put old Squidward to rest. <sighs> So I guess one thing is if they do bury Squidward, would his gravestone be here lies Squidward's hopes and dreams? <laughs> what was that? Your initiation? What are you saying? We're going to put you to rest. And then, okay, <laughs> this famous meme, it's now become a meme. Get in. With the coffin. Like, if right, you ever in. look on like WebMD, like, okay, first of all, I want to give you some very good advice here, folks. If you're feeling, if you're not feeling good, don't look on WebMD. They're going to convince you you have, like, the worst, most incurable disease ever. As as somebody once told me, Dr. Google is not your friend. Oh, yeah, are you sure? Please do not go look up your symptoms on WebMD. Okay. Um, but anyway, the favorite part. Now, get that out of here. Mm, 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 mm. What now? Okay, hey, Squid, hey, Patrick, I put, here lies Squidward. You may not remember him, but, ah! <laughs> Hey, Squidward, is this deep enough? <laughs> and and then, the mourners. Oh, oh, the mourners have arrived. It's just in time, too. Oh, Squidward, we came as soon as we heard you were dead. <laughs> I think probably one of the best parts is the ending. Yeah, 
SpongeBob, are you trying to put me into the nut house? No, just into this hole. <laughs> SpongeBob, I have a confession to make. You're mm. bald? No, I'm alive. Now get rid of that tombstone and tell your friends to go home. Uh, but, but, no, go home. Master, I'm not your master, SpongeBob. I'm your neighbor. Now do me, now do me a f- favor and stop doing me favors. Oh wow! And then when they did the, and then Patrick says something with, "Hey, Patrick, Patrick, say that again. That again. No, what you oh. said before. No, what you said before. Never mind. I have an idea. Never no, mind. I have an idea. And then." Go harder! There he goes. Oh. Happy trip! Ah! You're welcome! The only lands up is up in the air where the seagulls are. <laughs> All right, JT, over to you, buddy. You ready? You just ready? Oh. All right, here we go. One crab's oh! crab. <laughs> Yes, it was his hat, Mr. Krabs. He, he was the <laughs> hopes and dreams. What a baby! Yes, that's why exactly said about about the gravestone back at the back at Bill's pick. Yeah, <laughs> I love this episode. It's oh, it's it literally just Mr. Krabs just showing how much you could, you could just take garbage and sell it, which is true for a lot of people. Oh, and the best part. There's a floating shopping list. No, I'm not a shopping list. I'm a ghost. I'm a ghost. <laughs> Smitty so Wiener Winterman Jensen. Smitty Morgan Jagerman Jensen. And and going. Yeah, you and what army? Oh my god, that ending was so good. Only the army. I think Mr. Krabs learns his lesson. And what is that? That what he thinks is valuable is not. They've got a whole warehouse of those hats. I'll give you a million dollars. Let's give a round. We are all Mr. Krabs. <laughs> hey, now that's a cool hat. I'll give you, you one billion dollars. Who has that type of money to buy a stupid hat? There you go. <laughs> It's so funny. I remember I saw this on the late show, and they gonna do this and tear me apart limb from limb. That's we're gross. Supposed to have that. We're supposed to have back. Get him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay, Allie. So speaking of armies, my number four pick. What army? What army? Look around you, Mister. Look around you, crabs. You planted grass? Grass! Plankton's army is my number four pick. Because it just proves how much Plankton will go to get a Krabby, to get the Krabby Patty secret formula only to find out what he saw. And also the first appearance of his cousins. All of them. <laughs> I don't hey, know how many cousin Plankton! And the first reference of his name, Sheldon, Sheldon J. Plankton. And remember when um Karen was? Oh yeah, just show, just 
excitingly showing off his name. And by the way, you know who show, who um Karen is voiced by? He's voiced by Tom Kenny's wife, Jill Talley. Yeah, he's voiced by Tom Kenny's wife. She's voiced by Tom Kenny's wife. Um, the more you know. So anyway, you could. I remember when they were what when they when they were going to show this episode, they were like promoting it, and it sounded like it was going to be like a scary that he'll invite an evil friend. 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 And then, and then, and then, in. Wow, I've been a home longer <laughs> than I thought. It was just like a bunch of, bunch of hillbillies. <laughs> and all, and they would have made the Krusty Krab for root beer. <laughs> and then, remember, a cup of love and... Not the mix it all together with the most important ingredient, four heaping pounds of... Plankton? Plankton? Warned you. I warned you. <laughs> 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 but what they, like, Mr. Krabs didn't realize, but he didn't tell Plankton, he hid it somewhere. Which Let me guess, hurt. it's at home, under your mattress. Scarcey Squidward! Curse I, you, Squidward! Well, I didn't think, I didn't think SpongeBob had a really, had a really big appearance. Oh, and they also mentioned the anniversary of Plankton getting beaten up by Mr. Krabs. And the, oh, there is one of my favorite lines in this. Hand me the secret formula or what? I don't know. I never thought I'd get this far. <laughs> well then, allow me to make your next move. Enter toilet flush this year. You know, I think Plankton is like the best worst villain out there. There's going to be another top 10 of best worst cartoon villains. Because oh, I got a bunch I want to talk about. Oh, go. well, it looks like you already punched your tickets for the next for your next appearance. Ooh. There we go. Okay, ready for my number four? Bring it. Talk to us. Okay, my number four is Sandy, SpongeBob, and the Worm. Oh, my gosh. This is a great episode. Oh, my gosh. Okay, for those who don't know, Bikini Bottom has a visitor. An Alaskan bullworm! But it's big, scary, and pink! Well, so is Patrick's belly button, but that didn't stop me. Okay, so when the worm comes, everyone's scared, so who's gonna go stop it? Sandy! And then there's the cave. It was, who has, who has gotten your butt out of a lot of problems? You. And then, remember, he's in the She's in the cave, and then she's... That's not the worm, though. But that's its tongue. No, it's not the worm? No, that's its tongue! So, that was me. And then, of course, the favorite... We should build a boat! Well, we should take the bottom We should take bikini bottom and push it! Say it with me, Buck. And push it in somewhere that idea is that idea is so dumb. It can get us all killed. And then I'd rather have that worm come in here and eat you all alive. <laughs> oh, but the end. I think we learned the lesson from Squidward here. And what's that? Never, never go with Patrick's plans. And then, and then go, how about S for, oh! Sandy or S for SpongeBob or S for Sandy? How about 
as for save our skirts. And then like, we did it. We saved the town. Let's go tell everybody. Meanwhile, push. How could they push the whole bikini bottom though? That's the point. You know what? That's a good point. How did they push the whole thing? Because you can't push with just your goddamn fins. Push. You guys. Uh, (laughs) And push it. It's so funny. And push it somewhere else. All right, GT. All right. What do you got for number four, buddy? This might surprise you. Ooh, surprise. Bring it. But artist unknown. Ooh, I, I did not think of that. You got a lot of good ones, JD. I did but you my still have homework. no talent. I have no talent. Mr. Tentacles oh, has oh all the talent. I got to give you something, JT. I got to tell you this. You know what I have up in my room? What? Folding brass. No. I will. Want me to go run down quickly and get it? Show, uh, show me later on. I'll just send it. I'll send it to Bill to send to you. Okay, cool. It's up in my room, in my bed. I got that on Etsy and I said, you're not, and I told my family, you are not taking that away from me. That is going into my apartment when I get it. That is, I call this bold and brash. More like belonging. It belongs in the trash. It does not belong in the trash. It is art. Oh, I thought this was cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is cooking? And it's like, I don't know, SpongeBob is the artist in the beginning, but then realize when he's pressured by Squidward to do art, he just becomes terrible. (laughs) Oh, does anyone know how to draw a circle? Yes. Circle the head and then you erase it and voila. But how the hell did SpongeBob do the David statue? Ah. Excuse my language. I don't know. But you know what? I got to be the marble. And I got to lick the marble. I got to take the marble. It must be an interesting date. So what do you do in your spare time? (laughs) Exactly. Why artists unknown, JT? It's just what's that? Why artists unknown? I mean, I love this episode. Oh, why? Well, to me, when when I think about when I resonated my my childhood of watching Nickelodeon, this is one of the ones that I always go back to in my own head. <laughs> I don't know why it just does. <clears throat> it just does. No. So I love it though. I love it. Love, love. Yeah. Now right. we're up to our top three. Is that right? Unfortunately, yeah. Bill stole my. My number three, but I do have another one that just came to me right now. Okay, okay. what was your original number three? Sandy SpongeBob and the Worm. Oh, you could. Yeah. I guess I'll do that, but I realize there's another one I also love, and what is Squidville? Oh, I was thinking it's about that one, but I didn't put it on the list <sighs> because it's what Squidward had enough. And I realized, you know, what? it's a really good number three. He goes into, and this is teaching you the importance of. Pretty much being different is good. It's another educational lesson. Are you Squidward? No. That's okay. Take your time. <laughs> you know what the because you know what the thing is? You know what the big lesson in this episode is, Allie? What is it? Be careful what you wish for. That's true. Very another lesson. And then hold it right there, Mr. Tentacles. 
Mm-hmm. What is this? An organized list of complaints. Oh, at one of these days, I will find it. I will find canned bread. <laughs> I will find canned bread one of these days. But one of my favorite lines, well, there's a couple. Playing with a leaf blower. A reef blower, excuse me. Leaf blowers, humans. Reef blowers, bikini bottomites. <laughs> Playing with a reef blower. That is the most childish thing I have ever heard of. But it's fun. But how can you have fun with one of those oversized hair dryers? Like this. Mm. <laughs> oh my God. I don't remember the commercial though, but every time I'm like, that's pretty much me. Hi there. Is this the nearest straw? I forgot the rest, but you know. No, hate this channel. <laughs> but have you gone to the nearest three? Are you a skip rope to the nearest three way, four way, four way intersection? Like, but yeah, I do agree with you. Be careful what you wish for. Grievance? And this entire town is a grievance. And pretty much another this? good lesson, too yeah. much of something is also bad for you. Oh, absolutely. Another good lesson from Squidville. And and you know what? It, and remember, this there should be a law against all these types of things living in one place. Then why and don't you just leave? This city needs to be destroyed. If you don't like it, why don't you just or at leave? Painted a different color. <laughs> FYI, you don't have to live here, you know. You're right. I would leave the ASAP. Oh my gosh. Yep. Remember, hey, that's Squidward. That was Squidward too. An angry mob form. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is such a great episode. All right, Bill. All right. Thanks you for ready? making me think quickly. You you ready? What my number three is? Bring it. What? My number three is the Krusty Krab training video. Yeah! Wow. Oh my gosh! Remember, poop. Poop. People order our, our patties. And then, if you're watching this video, congratulations! Oh. Shown by this, shown by this graph. Graph. <laughs> he said the show the giraffe, and then, and then he goes and make sure those are extra clean. Oh, Mister Krabs, can I get a raise? No. no. <laughs> well, the, remember, let's see how Squidward is. Remember, <laughs> nobody no wants to be a squid. Wants to be a Squidward. That's what you call most people nowadays. They just want to work. No offense to anyone. They just and, they just want to sit on their butts and do nothing for work. And, no offense. But anyway, but hold it there, eager McBeat, because now we deal with the, the customer or the customer. Oh, and then Patrick just being like, oh, uh, 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 who was that? Is that a ghost? Squidward, your sealant is talking to me. And I don't know if anybody heard of it, but like at the ending, I feel like they'll never tell what the secret. Like in the end, when they're about to tell what the secret formula is, the secret Kirby Patty formula is is what I, exactly. Squidward, I think Squid, uh, uh, Squidward. Remember what Mister Crab said: the customer, the money is always right. You, the sealant's right, Squidward. You're not being a really good employee. All right, can I please take your order? 
Uh, we'll check back that was a good later. one. And then, remember, Squidward, poop. Ooh. Oh, I'll have one patty. Krabby Patty. Uh, how about you order a Krabby Patty? One Krabby Patty. Is that, to he- is that for here to go? Oh. <laughs> and then... Yep, preparing the Krabby Patty, which sounds like a lot of hoopla. Sounds like a lot of hoopla. Sounds like a lot of doom. Sounds like a lot of hoopla for a little grabby patty. I cannot get oh. through this episode without laughing. It's so good. Oh, yes, yes. Can I make a grabby patty now? <laughs> it's so funny. So that's right. my number three, the Krusty Krab training video. Yeah. Wow. Wow. All right. Full disclosure. That one is in my top two. I'm not going to really would put oh. it in there. So, but my, I'm, I'm looking at my notes. You all are going to think I'm crazy. Well, I haven't already. I'm surprised no one's touched on this yet, but the secret box is my number three. Oh, I forgot about the secret box. It's a very important thing, SpongeBob. The good thing you didn't pull the secret string to unveil the super secret compartment of the embarrassing snapshot of SpongeBob from the Christmas party. Oh, oh Merry Christmas, SpongeBob. I think you learned so about the nations of my mind. Irene Enigma. Enter spilled milk. <laughs> this episode is legendary. Of course. Uh, we are no longer friends. Are we supposed huh? to be friends forever? No, do, do, you mean that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's just a piece of string. A secret string. You know what I realized is that you like Patrick can fall asleep on anything SpongeBob touches in his rock except his voice. Oh, yeah, really? I, I, I try, it could be that embarrassing photo of me at the Christmas party. <laughs> oh, Merry Christmas, SpongeBob. Wait, was this the first? Was this like before that, the Christmas episode? Or after, oh, it was I from before. Four, Before. I think. I think the Christmas episode know, came afterwards. If they didn't know, if they didn't know what what Christmas was, huh? oh, never mind. We'll be here on live to try to figure it out. Yeah, we'll do another thing about the Christmas episodes with this guy. Oh, we'll tell you off air, JT. Oh boy. Okay, but that is my number three, the secret box. Here we go. All number right. Two. Allie, what's well, number two? I'm giving you the Homer Simpson thing again. My number two is the camping episode. I was like, come on. Come on. Like, uh, it's not just a C-A-M-P-F-I-R-E-S-O-N-G song you got to talk about. Literally, it's the whole thing. From when Squidward ends up going camp at a SpongeBob to him trying to put up a tent. Maybe it's because you didn't wear your sombrero in a goofy fashion. Exactly that, too. But wait. And also, making a sea bear circle. It's a sea bear circle. That was an oval. It has to be a circle. Move over. So iconic. I what know. was that for? I don't know. I don't think he. I think he just doesn't like you. 
Like, and also the marshmallow Z, not the one with the Patrick Dispatchable, Patrick Dispatchable, do you read me over? The deliciousness has arrived. <laughs> no, I think the one where Squidward tries to roast the marshmallow. Squidward will save you. Patrick will just, he's like, ah, <laughs> my, my favorite part of the whole episode, by the way, I just want to share my life, but is, is like is, is the uh, the beginning bottom inquire sea bears and uh, was it um, fairy tales and sea bears mermaids Be- and, 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 and sea bears, bears are real weird. and it's like and then weird. it's all over the bikini bottom inquire <laughs> i married a sea bear. bear yeah and it's also the fake science monthly magazine i knew a guy who knew a guy who knew a guy who knew a guy's cousin but wait wasn't this reference to something else like was this reference to american pie or something no Wrong thing. Oh, I don't. I don't think so. No. Okay, that's my number two. Wow. Okay. Words. Bill, talk to us. Okay, everyone's gonna hate me for not putting this at number one. I'm gonna hate you right now for not putting this. Yeah. Man, geeks. <laughs> I'm going. No! to I'm going jerk. to kill you for this. Okay, listen. I love this episode. Don't get me wrong. It's such a great episode. And it shows, and it shows some of the best lines. And I know one of these two have it in the next, in their neck, in one of their next entries. So I, I'm not gonna say do, which one. Or if it's both of us, we don't know. You don't and know. Well, we can talk about it then. How does that sound? But yeah. the episode is great, and of course, the greatest song ever written. You know what it is. We'll explain Sweet. later. Yeah, we'll explain later because I know one of you might have it in your next entry. Um, okay, JT, what's your number two? Well, it's come down to this, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my number two actually is the Krusty Krab training video. Oh! Because of just because it's so funny how a cartoon, you gotta think about the time. No other cartoon has done something like this. Where like they take their own premise and they spoof it in a sense. It's, it's, <laughs> it really think about it. And it's so funny. It's so quotable. I mean, I still quote poop to this day. Yes, I do, everyone. It's so funny, it's so iconic, and it's so SpongeBob. The money is always right. There's so many quotable lines from this one episode on the Krusty Krab training video is my number two for those reasons. And somebody listed before. You know what? I want to yield and I want to go to Bill because I want to hear what his number one is. Okay. Ooh, we're skipping around. My number one. Okay. This might be an odd pick, but art is subjective. And you know what? Allie, I want to go on of what you said about SpongeBob being educational. Um, shows like like Barney and Teletubbies when we were young taught us our colors, taught us how to count, taught us our letters. No, that wasn't Barney or Teletubbies. That was more like Blue's Sesame Food Street and, blah, blah, blah. and Blue's Yeah, Food. Sesame Street did that. They Barney's us- another story, and we could do a whole other podcast about Barney. Yeah, I would have to get like super drunk to go through that. Um, hi, don't forget about hi. Yeah, that too. But anyway, SpongeBob teaches us what they don't teach us in school. And that being said, my number one is pickles. 
Oh, I get it. Still no pickles. Okay. So they can the no- debut of Bubble Buzz. So remember, okay, so those of you who haven't seen the episode, SpongeBob gets a difficult customer named Bubble Bass. And he's, and he orders a Krabby Patty. Well, he goes, I'll take a triple order deluxe out of wrap. And animal style. I forgot the rest. <laughs> Burn it and let it swim. We serve food here. Um, but anyway, um, SpongeBob makes the Krabby Patty. Bubble Bass eats it. And he goes, this is good, except no pickles. The best there is, I think not, you lose. So let me get this straight. Pickles teaches us about bullies. Yeah, well, let me get into, let me get into further details. Um, All right. After that, um, Mr. Krabs has to refund Bubble Bass. And SpongeBob's trying to make another Krabby Patty, but he just can't remember how it's done. He's like, he's like, but no, no. And they go, no. Panda, shoot. shoot. Yeah. No. And then, Mr. Krabs, I can't remember. Why don't you take the rest of the day off? And, and, it's not just a Krabby Patty. He doesn't remember how to put his pants on. He doesn't remember how to turn off the alarm clock. He doesn't remember how to go to bed. He doesn't remember how to go to bed. And he just, he's just, his confidence is just totally shot. Mm. And, and then comes when Mr. Krabs, it, his, house, it, his house is a mess because he can't remember anything. And and then and then Mr. Krabs he goes, I don't know how to make a Krabby Patty. He goes, I'll teach you. It's like riding a Bible. You never forget. Bicycle. It's like riding a bicycle. I thought I heard about okay. No, I thought you said it's a Bible. Yeah. You never forget. And it's like, and he's like it's teaching. I can't do it, Mr. Krabs. I can't make it. And he makes it right. And then Mr. Krabs. It is time. And then he comes back. With Squidward, who terribly cooked the ghost of your ass. And, and I remember that I, I just love this one part of that. I was like, hey, everyone, SpongeBob's back. Ah, SpongeBob, the old chef. Mm-hmm. And then I, I really like this. It's a, it's, a, it's a nice little scene. SpongeBob looks at the spatula, he goes, and he smiles into it. Like, I'm back. And, Bubble Bass comes back. I hear SquarePants is back. And then, and then he goes, I'm right here, Bubble Bass. And he goes, I thought I ran you out of town. Going, nah, this is where I belong. It's kind of like an old Western. And then he goes, this time, don't forget the pickles. I didn't. And then, Still no pickles. See? Yeah. Ew. But then SpongeBob realizes. Wait a minute. He's been hiding the pickles under his tongue the whole time. And those are the pickles from last time, too. And they're my parkies. Parkies. And uh, that's my ride. 
But why the car keys? Why would he steal car keys? And you know what? Wait, wait. If those were the papers from last time, wouldn't he have already digested them? I know. Okay, that that cartoon logic will be here all night. But and then remember, let's three cheers for SpongeBob. Hip hip, hooray! Hip hip, hooray! Hip hip, hooray! And And three cheers for my favorite replacement Squidward. Hip hip, hip. boo! Hip hip, boo! Hip hip, boo! Hip hip, boo! You stink! But but you know what? Here's why this episode is my number one. Because what Ali said about this being educational, it teaches us about confidence. Get it. Yes. It teaches us about confidence and that, you know, not everything you're going to make is perfect. That's true. And like, even though he does what the big reveal at the end, it does show everybody makes mistakes and nobody's perfect. And and I really like the message. And, and you know, sometimes when somebody shoots down your confidence, it sticks in your head until you get saying, you know what? I'm going to brush it off. I'm going to do better. And that's why I really love this episode. Like I said, Sesame Street and Blue's Clues taught us about colors and numbers and letters. SpongeBob teaches us the stuff they don't teach on public television or the stuff they teach you in school. It teaches you what, what we were saying. It teaches us about, you know, teaches us strikes, teaches us other things, but it also teaches us things like confidence and self-esteem. I think isn't there a theory, though? This is another fun fact, that SpongeBob is based off the seven deadly sins. Yes. Yeah, I think it's, let's see if I can rattle this off. Um, SpongeBob is lost. Squidward is wrath. Patrick's gluttony. Patrick is gluttony. No, sloth. Patrick's oh, sloth. Mr. Krabs is gluttony, right? Mr. Krabs is gluttony. Patrick Sandy's is pride. Sandy's pride. Patrick, I think, is envy. No, oh, no. Plankton is Plankton's envy. envy. And Squidward is. No, you said Squidward already. Um, who's okay? Pride. Lust. Gary. And Gary is. I don't know. Oh, wait, wait. What was the seven deadly sins again? Okay. Do you know? If any of my old, if any of my uh, old priests are out there watching this, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Pride, Sandy, Gluttony, Mr. Crab. No, wait. Mr. Crab would be greed. Oh yeah. Then who's glut? Then who's glut? Then Gary's gluttony. Gary. Okay, Gary's gluttony, Sandy's pride, SpongeBob's lust, Squidward's wrath, and Patrick is sloth. Sloth. If any of my old father Bob, if you're out there watching, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but anyway, but yeah, that's Pickles is my number one SpongeBob episode. And I'm glad you Allie have the debate. T- Allie, talk to me. What's your number one? Let me ask you, is your number one my number one? What you're thinking right now? Just tele- telepathically. Well, here's the thing. I was taking notes, and honestly, I I, I, I have a tie for number one. I know that's not technically allowed, but I have a tie because I just was so indecisive. I said, you know what? I'm going to put both these in my number one. I okay. feel terrible for doing that. Pop out! <laughs> I feel terrible. At least it wasn't like three for number one or four for number one. 
Okay. Um, so do you want me to do mine first and then you do your other number one? You do yours and then I'll go on. Go ahead. Well, I got a question and it says so on yes. my shirt. Is mayonnaise an instrument? <laughs> <laughs> I got this for my birthday for my little sister, Haley. Shout out to her. That's good. Shout out there. Um, yeah. Is mayonnaise an instrument? Well, let's see. That is the one answer the- is yes. Yeah, mayonnaise no, can be an instrument. <laughs> Anything can be an instrument. And for me, number one, Bill, I agree. I understand your argument, but number one in my heart will always be band geeks, especially okay. for a musician like myself. All right. All right. <laughs> it just proves it goes back to the confidence you had at Squidward, had the confidence to pull a marching band together and prove his his own arch enemy, Squilliam Fancy Son from band class, that he can that he can succeed in his own ways. So how's the how's the unibrow? It's big and fancy. <laughs> yeah. I mean and it proves Squidward did struggle, but he had support from everybody who was in the band thing. Yeah, he didn't. And there's so much quotes to it. Like, I remember, like, when you do, all right, try to repeat after me. Do, 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 do. Brass section, go. Do, 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 do. Good. Now the wind. Do, 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 do. And the drums. And every time I do the drums, like, I'll do it. And it sounds like a duck call. So the drums. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad that didn't kill me. <laughs> and let's it's try. so iconic. Is this the one where we kick? Is this the one where we start kicking? No, SpongeBob. That's a chorus line. I'm kicking! I'm going to do some kicking! Ooh. Why you beating you up, putting you something on a trombone? Oh, <laughs> uh, to the owner of the white stand, you left your lights on. Uh, 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 uh. I actually can play this on my trombone. That's how my trombone is. So, or, shout out to all the band geeks. Or... My favorite line. Maybe if someone try to play with their big meaty claws. What, what did you say, punk? Big meaty claws. Well, these claws ain't meaty enough for you. Everyone let me and brush it off. Bring oh, it on. The Bring it on. Is gonna preach to us now. <laughs> I know tensions are high. <laughs> <laughs> and yes and actually a fun fact is the ending when they go into the bubble the bubble the bubble dome wait is it the bubble, bubble bowl. bowl bubble bowl why am i saying bubble dome but when they go in there it's actually an old school football game from like yeah. the 80s or 90s it's it was a real game and it wasn't nfl it was like God, one of the defunct football leagues huh. and then okay. of course the greatest song ever written. Sweet victory. Yeah, and you know, after Steven Hillenberg died, fans were trying to petition that to be in Super Bowl in the Super Bowl halftime show at Maroon Five, and you know what they gave us? Uh, Cheapy the cheapskate. Oh, people were furious, and there was a whole petition. All we wanted was for Maroon Five to just sing "Sweet Victory." And they had like a quick thing of Squidward going, now a great musical master. I'm going to watch it. What are they going to do with them there? Which, uh, 
fuck. I was like, Scott. you ruined my life. No offense to Travis Scott. I'm sure he's a, that, a lot of offense to Travis Scott nowadays. What was that? A lot of offense to Travis Scott nowadays. Oh, wait. What did Travis Scott? Oh, you don't text it to me. Yeah. This is another conversation we could talk yeah, about. I, I, I didn't really know anything about Travis Scott. So that's my fault. I, I apologize, Allie. Um, okay. I, 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 I honest to God didn't know. Um, but anyway. But I think then, actually the Dallas Stars from the hot from the NHL. Yes. Victory for Steven Hillenberg. Have you ever seen you remember this stuff? Two, all right, everyone, let's get this over with. One, oh. two, three, four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they did it for the firemen. <laughs> yeah, for the firemen. All right. I yield, JT. Reveal the number one. As I said, I'm stuck with two. Because Which I'm so indecisive. This this is one of the two. So now let's go to the other two, the other one. All right. So Ben Geeks, we spent a lot of time talking about Ben Geeks. It is one of probably, arguably, the best episode of SpongeBob. Arguably. Yes. The other one that I have tied for my number one, and some people might think of this is like a cop out thing, but I, I'm surprised no one mentioned pizza pizza delivery. Oh, <laughs> oh yes, yes. Because the Krusty Krab pizza. Is the pizza for you and me? Crusty crab pizza <laughs> is the pizza. Crusty crab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pizza, pizza. pizza. is the pizza. Yeah, for you and me. How can we forget this one? That this is my tie for number one. I always go back to between this one and Band Geeks. That's my number two tie. Number one. How much more iconic can you get than SpongeBob doing a pizza delivery? Truck, 16 wheels. Yeah. It's just like the pioneers. But that's just a boulder. It's, it's not just not a boulder. It's a rock. I always thought sometimes where it's like, it's not just a boulder. I'm like, it's the rock. It's a rock. You know, the rock. It's not just a boulder. It's a rock. SpongeBob <laughs> forgets the pioneers. And they drove these these rocks. It's so great. Then, okay, get me get me home. We just have enough time to get back to work. Mm-hmm. Ah! Work. And yeah, oh, the tentacles. The cartoon, like the whole logical thing with cartoons. How do you turn Krabby Patties into pizza? Yeah. We don't deliver. We don't deliver. But you do. But you oh. do. I went SpongeBob tries to back it up. Guess what language it is when he just gets scared. What? Korean. Oh, that's Korean. That's really? Korean. Another random fact. Hmm. Wow. The when he tries to shift into a verse, that's Korean. I'm not paying your. I'm not paying you. Well, this one's on the house. Mm. <laughs> so great. But that is my top two at number one. I, I yes, I, I'm so indecisive. But pizza delivery and Ben Geeks, hundred percent. You know, I got to say, this whole list was amazing. It was. We had so much fun. It was, it was an incredible time. And honestly, thank you to all of you who were watching along with us. If you if you listen to our podcast version of this, thank you so much as always. Listen, but ultimately, guys, is what you guys think. Tweet us, message us, whatever you have to do. Contact us on our social media pages. 
What are some of your favorite SpongeBob episodes? Jump down in the comments section below, share your thoughts on this, and like hit the hit the bell, smash the like button, whatever you gotta do. I want to thank Bill as always for joining me as always. Thank you so much, Bill. Always a pleasure, my friend. And I'd like to thank Allie for coming on, <laughs> putting up with us tonight. Our SpongeBob. I'll come back anytime you guys need me to. Please come back anytime. Thank you. We'd love to have more of a diverse crew on here anyways. I mean, Bill and I are do the show regularly, but having you here was an absolute pleasure and delight. So thank you so Thanks. much. <laughs> so, but uh, that's going to do it for us. So for all of us here at the Super View Show, we'll see you guys next week for another episode of the Mixed Bag. And stay safe and, and take care. And check out Sports Insanity Podcast. How can we forget to do <laughs> yeah. that? Shameless plug. Shameless plug, everyone. Just thank you so much for watching and listening. And we'll see you guys next week for an episode of Mixed Bag. So 